This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's a Thursday morning in the break room. Rochester's Classic Rock, 96.5 WCMF. How's it going, buddy? Pretty good, buddy. What's going on, female buddy? Doing good, buddy. It's 21 degrees right now. Mm. Uh, we'll get up into the high 30s, low 40s today. It's a little chilly out there. Yeah, and it looks like there could be some snow. Oh, so yeah. you're going to watch out for that. Uh, before we start the show. Yeah, what's going on? I will say this. Oh, go ahead. Um, I encourage you to log on to the Odyssey app, WCMF.com, uh, YouTube, or Twitch for our pages there. You can get us at WCMF Break, or excuse me, The Break Room WCMF mm. on YouTube. Hey, just, you know, watch us talk. Tommy is wearing something, and I'm not going to reveal what it is, because mm. today is Thursday, which means it's Bitch Voice Theater. Yeah. So I have to save it. Mm. But I will You're s- going to be able to save this until I'm, I'm go- 7 o'clock? I'm going to do the best that I can. Okay. I'm going to do everything I can. Okay. And if you want to log on right. to those things and take screenshots and tweet at us at WCMF Break Room, there's nothing we can do to keep Kimmy mm-hmm. from retweeting what we're looking at <laughs> with Tommy. Is this I, regular stuff? My brain is not firing correctly because of the thousands of jokes that are trying to get out of my mouth right now. <laughs> Finally. What? Nope. Nope. That's no, it. Nope. Nope. See how disciplined you it's are today, nope. buddy. Nope. All right. If anybody that sh- should be upset about this, it's me. Why is that? Why? Because for years, you crushed me for the same thing. And then you show up like 10 years later with something that I'm pretty sure I have in my closet. You wish you had this fashion sense. That's all it, I can say. It looks like you robbed my grandma. <laughs> uh, you're trying to... You're, you're, you're I'm close. not saying what it is. I'm you're, not saying you're what it is. You're both getting real close. All right. All right. <laughs> Calm down. Mm. We'll save it for 7 o'clock. I encourage you strongly to log on to our live stream and check out what's going on. Uh, Brought to you by our good friends at Three Heads Brewing. Mm. Three Heads Brewing. What the hell were you thinking? So uh, if you're getting up this morning, right, yeah. early morning, you got a couple of things you do. You roll out of bed, brush your teeth, yeah, hop sure. in the shower, get in the car, and then find a cup of coffee, mm. right? And yeah, every, standards. everybody has their, like, standard coffee place. Yeah. You go every day. Mm. Well, there is one coffee place, a big one here in downtown, yeah. uh, that people cannot go to. I mean, they're out of business or they, whatever? They've been closed, but not forever, uh, and they didn't close voluntarily. Oh, oh. The health department last week shut down Spot Coffee. Did you see this? Yeah, that, that place is a headliner downtown. Yep, very popular East That's like spot. the hipster coffee joint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is funny. Like, you see the hipster coffee joint, everybody inside looks like you, especially today. <laughs> but it's an old Chevy dealership, mm-hmm. and they kind of left the outside looking like that yeah. with the big clock and everything. I knew the old man and you would not allow you <laughs> it's to, pretty cool. to be a Chevy dealership. <laughs> but it's cool that they left that out there. 
So uh, we knew that the health department shut it down. So what happened? Yesterday we found out why. Okay. They had 14 health code violations, including one critical one. Among them, according to the story on 10NBC, uh, mouse droppings in a whole bunch of places, spoiled foods, kitchen not properly clean, bathrooms being unsanitary. Oh, wow. Not great stuff. Yeah, that's uh, that's not good. So the store is going to have to go, the restaurant will have to undergo another inspection before they're allowed to open again. There is no word on when that's going to be. And people seem very bothered by this. Tommy, bothered that way? it's closed, yeah. or bothered well, that it is in this condition. That, that, right. because it feels like people didn't expect this kind of place mm. to have these kinds of issues. Okay, yeah, that's fair. It's a higher end coffee never, shop, and I think more like restaurant style places where Cafe. the kitchen. Yeah, well, where the kitchen. Can't say that word with what's going on <laughs> with your face today. <laughs> Like I think of like a busy kitchen, you know, places like a bar, things mm-hmm. like that. Um, I, I guess I, I don't know. I just never picture a place that you know kind of serves like coffee and and breakfast food. Well, it seems higher end too. It is, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. Like I mean, have, like, I mean, it's a, got like fancy furniture you're sitting on. Yeah. With mice it's, underneath it, according to the health department. <laughs> it's got drapes for no reason on walls with no windows. Drapes There's a display no case of cheesecake. You yeah. know what I mean? So here's the thing. <clears throat> yeah. When this place opens up, I'm sure they're going to want to do whatever they can to bring their customers back. Yeah. But in the end, it might not matter because it takes a lot to move a person from their everyday morning coffee place, right? Mm -hmm. So there are a couple of things that go into why you choose your morning coffee place. And the phone number is 252-WCMF, 252-9263. Is it quality or location that is a bigger deal for you getting your morning coffee? Well, coffee shops are unique. Compared to other restaurants, because if that's your, you go there every day if that's mm-hmm. where you grab your coffee. Okay. You don't go to like a restaurant every day normally. Sure, right? sure, yeah. sure. Yeah. So that's going to be really inconvenient to not have that place open. Okay. So I'm thinking like you're going to be pissed off now because now I got to where am I get my coffee? But despite this, so let's say where you get your coffee every day, Tommy. <clears throat> same thing happens. They shut it down the day they open it up. Are you going right back to that place? Probably, especially if it's like that's the only one around. Like, I can't think of another coffee shop close by the spot. There's literally one around the corner, Java's. Yeah. Oh, there I forgot are, about there Java. There are a few. There's like 15 coffee shops. <laughs> it's They call it Coffee Shop Row. Oh, I didn't realize that. <laughs> um, to the coffee shop district. Because, like, you probably made friends with the people that are there. Like, sure. you probably are on a first-name yeah. base, basis with your barista. They're probably, like, they probably have your coffee ready okay. to go for you when you walk in. Let's time out real quick. Let's time out real quick. Why, why can't I say barista to <laughs> Yeah, you okay. It's, today, it's it's extra egregious. I know what? you try to do it. You're not going to break me, man. I'm going to make it to seven before I just lose it on you. Yeah. No man, especially your age, should call someone who works at a coffee shop a barista. I think that's what Chaz wants to be called. By the way, Chaz is like the most yeah. 1994 hipster name ever. <laughs> He's still there. Not, I think he was there when they owned He was actually at the Chevy dealership before that. They're not baristas. Yeah. Well, yeah. They're they folks are. that work at a coffee no, shop. No, they're baristas. Yeah. Okay. They call them barista. I mean, technically, you're a barista. Yeah. You don't In the call- same way you're a bartender, you're a barista. No, no. Yeah. It's Italian for <laughs> coffee guy. Oh, I, I forgot. Did we wake up in Italy this morning? Is Are there olives you everywhere? You may have. You may have okay. a little bit today. Bro, if you call it a barista, yeah. you're just trying to sound like a smart douche. I don't think that makes douche. you a douche. I think that's just what they're called. You use barista on a regular basis. No, but I think I, I would refer to them as... A barista. Okay. Because like those people that are bartenders, but they wear like the suspenders and the shirts, they don't like to be called bartenders. There's another name that's escaping me right now. Cocktail. It's like, 
Something like that. Yeah, yeah. But you never call them that. You guys never call them that. You call them bartenders. So why, instead of person who works a coffee shop, are you using the word barista this morning? I think if there's drapes on the wall okay. and old fancy furniture, that's a barista. All right, so you're telling me then someone that works at a quicker coffee shop like uh, Dunkin', they're not a barista? Are they a barista? I mean, they're still making the same drinks. Uh, no, I think, they, I think oh. those are just uh, regular coffee folk. Oh. So those are coffee folk, but this person's a barista. Yeah, barista. What's the difference? Uh, A barista is a douche that serves you coffee. You are saying that? To other douches. You you called someone else a douche right now. It's a douche-to-douche service. Okay, let me ask you this then. It's where local douches go to get served by other douches. Let me ask you this then, Mm. because like... uh, the one outlier when it comes to, like, I guess, quote, fast food coffee would be Starbucks. Yeah. It's, like, right in the middle of, like, quick service versus, like, sitting down Because it's a, place a cafe, like, too. Stop that. Yeah. Starbucks workers, are they baristas? I think they call them baristas. No, it's, they, call, they also call Cups Venti. It's a medium. Right. But I think they call themselves baristas. Okay. Well, they, they all, I mean, I would say everybody that works with making coffee drinks is a barista. Got a coffee bar. So Dunkin' Donuts you're, worker is a barista. Yeah, I mean, McDonald's ma- employee is a barista. Well, I don't oh, know. They, make, do they, they serve have, coffee. Uh, uh, but do they have... McBarista. Watch your mouth. <laughs> Do they have more than just like a cup of coffee, or is it? Yeah, they make like lattes okay. and stuff. All right. I mean, sure. I can buy lattes. They got that. Yeah, that McCafe. McCafe. So if you know how to mix multiple coffee yeah. drinks, there you're you a barista. Okay, so then the person who works at, at Wegmans, who works in both the coffee shop and makes uh, pizza, they know how to make the coffee drinks. They had those. They uh, know. You <laughs> that was the most Tommy said. <laughs> they know how to make the coffee they, drinks. I will say this: if you make, if you have one of them big Italian coffee machines, yeah, you a barista. Mm. It does big silver ones. All right. That, that no, look confusing. No. You know, if you make know, coffee you know at home, that. you're not a barista. Because he has one of those, and you consider yourself a barista. I am a homerista. And, and a homerista. A homerista. In what you're reading, in what you're wearing today, you may look like a giant barista. Two five two WCMF two five two nine two six three. Last week we found out Spot Coffee down on East Ave uh, is has been closed by the health department. Yesterday, according to ten NBC, we found out why it was mouse dropping, spoiled food, kitchen not properly cleaned, bathrooms being unsanitary, unsanitary amongst other things. How, what does it take for you to change your coffee spot? Because I don't think this is going to do it for I most go, people. I, once they're open, I'm going back. And I also think there's another factor we're not thinking about, and that's the work from home crew that will go to these places and spend. Almost all oh, day yeah. there. Like I know a couple a people house. that because like they just want to get out of the house. Like mm. they go to their regular coffee spot and they'll sit there for hours doing work. So I'm guessing like if if you're spending that much time at one of these places, you're going back the second it opens. But like when it comes to like your standard, I'm just getting out of the car. I'm going through the mm-hmm. drive through. We're running in somewhere yeah. quick and getting coffee. What makes you change that coffee spot? Like have you have you ever changed your coffee spot no. from where you live? No, and I, I I still remember going. I used to go down and see my aunt once in a while in New York City. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I would get in early and couldn't get it. You know, she wasn't around. So I used to hang out at a coffee shop right by her building. Okay. And I, it was like that typical old school coffee shop, New York City, where they just shout at you. But it was like a Italian joint, right? right. Yeah. I loved it. So one day I was telling her, she goes, where, where are you in the morning? I go, I, at that coffee shop. She goes, that place is disgusting. Mm-hmm. She goes, you know how many times they shut that place down? It's filthy. Don't ever go in there again. You're going to get sick. And I... I go, man, I thought it was really nice. But then when I go back and I go, 
yeah, it is pretty grimy in here. You like start the, to see some like, things. Like the chairs were filthy. Like the counters were sticky. <laughs> but I never really looked at it. I just figured, hey, this is what New York City's like, man. I'm like in New York. I'm drinking coffee in New York, man. <laughs> it's supposed to be grimy. <laughs> yeah, it's supposed to be gross and they're mean to you. But you still went back. Oh, yeah. Because it was so convenient. Okay, and the so- coffee was delicious. Okay. And that's the other thing, man. If you get, if you're a coffee. coffee person, you find your spot. It means a lot. Well, like there are different levels of coffee purchasing in the morning, right? Mm-hmm. There are the places like Spot or Java's or like yeah. the high-end coffee shops, Leaf and Bean in Chai Lai, mm-hmm. where they do coffee almost exclusively, yeah. and that's where you expect to find the best stuff. Mm-hmm. Then comes like the quick move-throughs, right? Yeah. Like yeah. Uh, your Starbucks, your Dunkin' Donuts, your McDonald's, your Burger King, yeah. where like they're a restaurant, so that's what they specialize in, so the coffee's going to be good, right? They can handle that mm-hmm. stuff. And then it seems like the lower tier, and correct me if you guys think I'm wrong, What's that? gas station coffee. Gas- yeah. I know and people that love it, though. But they've elevated their game over the years. Oh, so you drink it? I used to. Would when you now? did you drink gas station coffee? When I was on the road. Yeah, so when you were busted in Poe. When you were Poe. When you couldn't afford what you got wrapped around well, your neck oh, this morning. Oh, oh, you're getting close. I didn't say nothing. Oh, you're I getting didn't say so nothing. close. Cecil B. DeMille. <laughs> Kimmy has no idea who that is. Well, she will once we start getting <laughs> You know who that is? I she can uh, no no don't uh, don't give it up. He's trying uh, to trick us. He's uh, trying to do uh, where they whited backwards <laughs> disqualification. You wouldn't drink gas station coffee today. No, I also wouldn't drink the coffee here. Well, that I get. I don't know if that's ever been cleaned. But we I would drink definitely espresso. violate some health codes here. You guys are the only ones that won't drink the coffee. Well, I'm an espresso um, drinker, I tr- so I'm- I make it at home. And I Kimmy got me this lovely. Yeti mug, which I love. Oh my God! With could you have more douchey things on it in your head right now? <laughs> like, I, like, you're a you're an amalgamation of douche. It's a phenomenal, and it holds my coffee nice and warm. So I, yeah, I don't consider myself a coffee snob, but there was one time when I was out of coffee at home, so I'm like, oh, I'll just I'll just drink the stuff here at work. You know, there's always a pot ready to go. I, I chewed on the coffee, oh, and I was like, hot. Nah, I think I'm done now. That pot is browner than my eye, man. That thing is nasty. <laughs> Spazano, Breezy, Moose, Sandy, yeah, the folks on the yeah, beach. Nothing but healthy people walking around here. Okay, if anyone, I can't. You're you, you walking so hard. It is so hard right there's now. There's no way I'm drinking that swill. Okay, so but you, there's no way you're drinking gas station coffee either. No, like, I know you. You would drive 25 minutes out of your way instead of getting gas station coffee that you could walk to. I will, unless they got like a. I will say this, but like the, my gas station where I get my gas? Yeah. Dunkin' in there. That's not what I'm talking about. I know. You're talking about those Straight ones where the up. pot just yeah. sits there all day, or they have multiple pots of flavored coffee. Do you hear them? Do you hear it right now? The pot just sits there all well, day. Well, I always assume stale. like they probably go through the coffee fast, yeah. so I would think like... You know, it's it's at least a semi-fresh pot of coffee. Most of those gas stations have that, like, flip it every 15 minutes yeah. guarantee. I will say this. When I was on the road, broke. Because mm-hmm. when I was out in the middle of nowhere, McDonald's always had a consistently good cup of coffee. They because yeah. they turn over their coffee so fast. It was yeah. never stale. Well, plus, and yeah. it was always like a it was like 50 cents for a large cup of coffee. And you have all those baristas at McDonald's making it for you. Oh, yeah. And, it, and they're on top of it, man. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law.
Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. This is smart on so many levels. What happened? It's smart of the college to offer this because it's a very unique experience. It's smart of these kids to take it because it's a business that just seems to keep growing and growing. Oh, so you get a good job out of this. Well, you could. I mean, if you wanted to pursue this the long way. Yeah. And it's smart for these students to take this class because it's just straight up fun. And there are kids that wouldn't legally be allowed to do this if it weren't for this class. Oh. However, you're not going to see any of that. I'm not? No, because you already have a stereotype about these people, and it shows how old school you think when it comes to drink. Okay, all right. <laughs> You're hanging out in the break room. Watch this classic rock, 96.5 WCMF. There is a new course you can take at RIT. So yeah, I get, like, credit. Yes, it's a legitimate college class. Fantastic for these kids. It is called yeah. Beers of the World. Oh, God. You've got to be kidding me. It is a study in the history of beer how beer is made, and the different techniques that are used to make beer. So you would learn how to brew it? Uh, well, Maybe. this is more of a tasting, but I, I guess say. there would be ID, there would be that information. Because I'm thinking like, like three heads, they got a guy that knows how to brew beer. Like, you think he's that like the a, brewery <laughs> has a guy that knows how to brew yeah, beer? But where he learn how guy? to do that? Yeah, did he, he have to go to college, or did he just work at like Jenny, then he got a job, then he opened up his own joint? That's actually a good question. Well, it could be one of those jobs where eventually you do have to have a specific degree to you do, have because... To have beer certification. I, because maybe just like the, um, you know, the competition to get those jobs. But I got to go to college to make jackass water. Jackass water. You know it's jackass. So according to his story on Spectrum, going back to this class mm-hmm. at RIT. Jackass class. Students in the class get to taste anywhere from six to eight beers per class. Wait. These kids are getting loaded by noon? It's tasting. Yeah. For about an hour and then every beer Wait, they they're taste. they're slamming six beers in an hour. Tasting. Tasting. Yeah. You've seen flights before? I've seen how you taste. You want to try that again? You chug a lug. You want to try that again? I know how you taste over there. I've seen you slam beer. Got that? They learn everything about every Mm -hmm. beer that they taste. So it's a 14-week traditional class at RIT. There's a final exam and everything. Wow. And it looks like you get actual college credit. You say I can't go to college and pass a course. No, you absolutely you could not pass. Drink a beer drinking course. Okay. Here's the most surprising part of this story. What's up? You don't have to be 21 to take it. Oh. Wait, how do they get away with that? According to Spectrum News. Look at this. In the, I didn't even tell Underage you. Underage serving? In the state of New York. I my, started that with you, by the way. Yeah, your college <laughs> Congratulations. class. I should get credit. You I do would look get, like a professor this morning. Huh? Mm. The state, in the state of New York, <laughs> minors can consume alcohol under adult supervision with a school curriculum or if it's registered by a state education Man, department. who wrote okay. that law? It makes sense. No, it don't. Here's like, why. That, they spent a time well, thinking of that. Well, no, but like if I want to go into, again, uh, let's talk about wine. Huge. Wine manufacturing is huge yeah. in yeah. New York. If yeah. I want to learn how to do that and I want to start doing it at 18 years old, I need the ability to taste these things. Yeah. Okay, so you know, so you know what's doing. coming. What? 
What, are the, what has just been legalized? Marijuana? I yeah. think there are already oh, yeah, are already are Wait, so I can, can smoke major. in class? I don't know. I don't know if you can smoke, but I know like there are Why majors well, that are centered around... Um, you know, growing it. Why don't you think before we got? I got. I got to burn to learn, baby. <laughs> it says that put that on a t-shirt. It says that in the state of New York, minors can consume alcohol. Doesn't it say anything about marijuana? But I mean, uh, I guess. And here's the green the thing. course is coming. My here's friend. the thing, man. It's if you are here. tasting, just let them go. If you are tasting alcohol, yeah. you're not attempting to get intoxicated. Hey, where's the sex course? Whereas if you, Kimmy, were to smoke marijuana, you can't help but get intoxicated. Right. Yeah, that's so I guess true. That would yeah, you can't difference. just dabble. Exactly. Yeah. Mm, I detect <laughs> hints of oak in this book. <laughs> so uh, obviously the class has become very popular. Yeah, yeah no Those kidding. Line like out the, the door. classes to get into. For keg course. I'm actually surprised they didn't already have one. I mean, I don't, uh, yeah, no, to your yeah. point, I mean, it sounds like this professor is teaching and had to write this entire course mm. by himself, which mm. is pretty impressive. Kimmy, this is a real cool thing RIT is doing. I think it's you underestimate how how much you may use a class like that just in adult life, like whether it's beer or wine or becoming an expert in some type of liquor. I think um, I think it's like not a bad skill to have. I mean, tell me, this is a cool thing RIT's doing, right? I'm jealous. No, but you're jealous for the wrong reason. No, because I went to school and it all sucked. You well, didn't have no beer course, wine even, course. You weren't allowed within a hundred yards of a college. Pot course. <laughs> If they had this stuff, I would have signed up. No, but here's the thing. It, I mean, yes, I'm sure there's kids taking it just to go drink beer for an mm-hmm. hour a day. Mm-hmm. Fine. But this is big business. You can't yeah. deny that. Yeah. We all know Kimmy's Rochester economic theory. Uh, when in doubt, put a brewery. But I, I guess like... I guess I think all the guys that own these breweries around here never took these courses. They were just beer guys. Right. Well, that's how it all started, right? But I guess if you want to further it or, you know, get experts in there, maybe this is like the next step. You, yeah. so, you start but, but hiring I... people with... You know, a, a degree or more uh, of a, I don't know. Background, background in it. But what am I, if I come out of this, what kind of job can I get? That's my question. Well, like, no, let's I mean, say I'm, a, I'm knowledgeable about tasting beer. What do I do with look, it? Look, all I know is like the outside stuff I see when we get invited to hang out at Three Heads Brewery, yeah. right? And I do know there are a bunch of people who work there on the beer side of yeah. things. And I assume- I always figured they came up through the ranks- it's possible. Working in bars and, it, you know, being bartenders. And, well, no, but being a bartender and brewing beer are two different things. Being a bartender and distributing beer are two different things, right? Yeah. I mean, there's a science behind all of these things. I always assumed, and I could be wrong, that the folks who that we meet and hang out with at Three Heads and, you know, yeah. that they have some kind of educational background. In oh, this. I figured they just came up through the bar industry, the hospitality industry. Like, most bartenders that are really good or knowledgeable about spirits, they've just been bartenders their whole life. It is amazing to me. Yeah. The respect that you give bartenders, because serving me a beer and mm. knowing what it tastes like and where it comes from is different than knowing the science behind growing what it takes mm. to brew it, where you have to grow it, what you have to do to make it taste different ways, the different things you can do to make it taste different ways when you're brewing it. I don't Why know. Why things just... cost what they do? You know what I mean? Yes. Why certain ingredients may be more important to use. And that's what you're going to find out taking this class at RIT, the beers of the world class. It sounds like you're going to take this class. You're going to end up schlipping beers. Or you're like gonna, you're not doing that anyways. Or you're going to have a really cool man cave and you're going to bore people with your hop knowledge. 252-WCMF, 252-9263. Let's talk to Elizabeth. Uh, hey, Elizabeth, how's it going? Hey, good. How are you guys? Tipsy Lizzie. <laughs> Oh yeah. What do you so, got for us? So, I um I actually went to RIT and I graduated about ten years ago. But I actually took a wines of the world class there, 
Um, so they have beers of the world, wines of the world. They have a wine and food pairing class. Um, so it's actually, it's been around for a while. Um, but yeah, you basically go to this class and you can get a pretty good buzz. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and you get to learn, you get to learn about all this, like, oh. you know, different, yeah. you know, beer or wine from all around, you know, the world. And like, I had to go to class right after this one and I definitely was not functional. Right, so Elizabeth, <laughs> so you must have a hell of a job in the wine industry now. Oh, you, Dick? oh no. So um, no? it was actually like an elective class and oh. I actually am in the medical field. So oh, good. I took this as like kind of a fun, you. a fun class to take with one of my friends. Um, but they have an, a hospitality program at RIT, so I think it plays into that program they have. No, it makes perfect sense. Like yeah, what Tommy doesn't realize, a, that would is, be an extremely important class to take if like, you're I mean, in that industry. Elizabeth, the RIT and conference center, that uh, hotel is part of the hospitality program at RIT, right? Like the students yeah. work in and around the hotel. Man, look at that! What a set up slave yeah. labor over no, there. They still get paid, you idiot. <laughs> No, it gives them hands-on experience. I've been in the hospitality industry. I know what hands-on experience turns into. You've never been in the hospitality office. You're the one person dodging his coked-up hands. Elizabeth, thank you so much for the call. I appreciate it. Thanks. Like I love how you want to pounce. Ooh, you're not in wine. Okay, first of all. Like she said, it's an elective class. Yeah, she went from wine to medical. And she was stoned. Second of all. She wasn't stoned. That's what old people call drunk. Oh. <laughs> if you need a old to modern dictionary, okay. she had her just little French Bazola on. It's weird that she had an Italian name. <laughs> well, you know they do border each other. Okay. I mean, and, and there's nothing that says. I mean, Rochester RIT is a scientific yeah. technical school that also has a great hospitality yeah. program. Who knows that if there's a kid that's going down a scientific road that takes this class and something goes on? I mean, those two things overlap. This could be something that opens up an idea in these kids that take this class and passed. The beers of the world class they're offering. Again, yeah. it's a class at RIT where every class you taste six to eight beers for about an hour. You learn everything about them. It's a traditional class for credit. There's a final exam and everything. RIT has been on the cutting edge of what kids want to study and where the world is going. Yeah. Okay. Because not only are they offering classes like this, yeah. and the hospitality <clears throat> industry, by the way, is booming. Oh, yeah. Booming. They changed this town. Fun fact. Yeah. The gaming industry is making more money now than the music and movie industry combined. Did you know that? Wait a minute. Video games. And RIT is- Making more money than, than like Netflix. Yeah, than the movie and music industry combined, gaming. Gaming. And RIT is one of the best schools in America for video game design. Right. Yeah, I think it's pretty competitive. So grab your joystick and your wine glass, and you're going to climb to the top. The point that I'm making is- Dr. Buzz. The po- call me Dr. Dr. Buzz. The point that I'm making is- yes, 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 yes. I mean, round of applause for RIT for taking risks and putting their students in the best position to succeed in a world that is constantly changing. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, but in all seriousness, like, would you rather your kid have a career in a burgeoning industry where they can get a job right away that is doing well, or right. would you rather your kid get, you know, some humanities degree or a business degree like i mean something that everyone else has i think like those elective classes too they just kind of help you become like a more well-rounded person like maybe has nothing to do with anything you're going to pursue in the future yeah 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 yeah. but like you know it's it's just a fun skill to have and you know when you're out with people being more social did you take any of these when you were in west virginia i couldn't get into the wine tasting class because it was booked solid (laughs) imagine that it was tough to get into well i don't know if i'd want to taste west virginia wine anyway (laughs) tastes like boot it's just jack daniels (laughs) tastes like boot (laughs) And, like, Kimmy, to your point, 
I think that people forget. I mean, mm. college is very expensive. Yeah. And mm. the focus is on getting a degree that is going to... Pay. Yes, exactly. And that's going to happen. But you take elective classes around those classes. People do forget, Kimmy, that part of the college experience is becoming a more well-rounded person. Yeah. Like growing up, mm. figuring out what you like and what you don't like in people. I thought they did, you got all that stuff. with your credit card debt. It's so funny to me. Like you want to sit here like you're some like elder statesman, especially with what you're wearing today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. It's one thing falling in love with a house, and quite another navigating the world of negotiating, mortgage lenders, and finding the budget that works best for you. Guidance from an agent who's a realtor can make all the difference, because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. This story went from horrifying okay. to relieving good. to suspicious oh. in a matter of just a couple of hours. Yeah. Because you wouldn't think, Tommy, first off, anyone would be able to survive this. No. But now, folks are questioning how this other person had no idea this happened the way that it did. Well, based on some of this stuff, I could see maybe... You wouldn't see it. Well, and that's what we got to try and figure out here. It would have been so quick. No, you're right. Like, there's a legitimate chance, I guess, yeah. with the knowledge we have that you mm. wouldn't know, but some people don't like that explanation. Okay. You're hanging out in the break room, Rochester's Classic Rock, 96.5, WCMF. So, Tuesday night, mm. we got some details about a terrifying story yeah. on Driving Park in the city, and we didn't say anything about it because we wanted to make sure the story ended the way, look, if it ended terribly tragic, yeah. what do we have to add right. to it? So authorities say a woman in her 40s who was walking in the street mm. was hit by a plow. A city plow truck. Yeah, not, 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 a, not a pickup truck. The big dump truck. So like one of the big truck. ones. Yeah. yeah. Like big ass yeah. international yeah. giant series mm-hmm. of plow. Yeah. Authorities say they believe this woman had just had an argument or was having a mental health issue. Sounded like it based on some stuff. Yeah. So did did I see that she was shirtless? I heard. Sh- That's what one witness was, said, I believe. Shirtless or naked, she was. She may have been naked. I don't know. So reports are that she was running and walking in and out of traffic, like darting around. Yeah, before the plow hit her. Mm. So Tommy, huge ass city plow. Yeah, woman in the street. We all assumed, I think, that she was gonna be dead. Yeah, based on the vehicle. Oh yeah, yeah. She's alive. Yeah. She's alive. Which is insane. Authorities say she has non-life-threatening injuries after being hit by that plow. Now, obviously, she could be really Oh, yeah, you could up. be twisted, yeah. Okay. Th- yeah. But, Tommy, yeah. how does someone survive being hit by it's a- It's impossible. S- well, no, it's not, because she did. Yeah. She did. So, as scary as this was- mm. Multiple witnesses say they saw the woman run into the road. And it doesn't sound like, based on the details we have, that the plow truck driver saw her. And that makes sense. It's dark. Mm-hmm. Right? If she's darting in and out, 
It was snowing. You wouldn't, you yeah. wouldn't think that's going to happen. You right? got it. All yeah. of this. So this I don't forget. You, the windows are up. The truck's loud. You may not, you may not feel it. So that should be the end of the story, mm-hmm. but it's not. Yeah. Because according to several reports, after the city plow hit this woman, mm. it didn't stop. Yeah. They, they, kept, they found him a ways away. Yes, they kept going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As if the plow driver didn't know what happened. Yeah. And that has some people scratching their heads. Now, you have to know before we get into this, uh, there have not been any charges filed against the driver. And the police say that the driver is cooperating 100% with them. I will read you a statement from the police. Are you ready? Mm -hmm. Quote, we are looking into some potential of what his, the the driver, knowledge was of having struck her or struck something in the roadway. Authorities go on to say, was it knowing of leaving the scene or was it unknowing of leaving the scene of this accident? All right. Is it possible, and I'm asking sincerely, 252-WCMF, because I know there are lots of plow drivers oh, yeah. listening to this show, is it possible to hit one of the, to hit someone with one of these giant trucks and not realize it? I mean, um, I'm thinking like when there's a ton of snow, I could see that happening because you're pushing like a giant pile around, so I could see like maybe not seeing it or feeling it, you know what I mean? But Was there a lot of but snow? There was, that's no, what but I'm he could saying, have been like, spreading salt. Okay, but that right. gets off the back. Yeah. Right, but I'm saying, like, if he's not pushing, I don't remember it being that much plowable snow. No. So he was probably just throwing salt. Oh, okay. I'm I thinking. Okay. Like, I. And if he just grazed her, like, he didn't, like, directly hit her. Well, that's, yeah. You may, yeah, because of the fact that she's still alive. You would think it sounds more like it hit her on the sideboard. Like, you, I can't imagine taking a direct hit yeah, and of not a knowing. plow. Yeah. That that blade is so huge where you would live. Well, here's the thing, though. Think about this. Now, you're yeah. right. She could have just got clipped on the end. Right. I mean, if she was And right, you may not hear it. But here's the thing. The way the plow is designed, if mm. you got hit by the plow and you hit the actual plow, it would just kick you off to the side. Mm-hmm. I guess, So, yeah. I mean, that would be the way you would see. I mean, you would go, yeah. you see the snow. It just carries off to the side. Yeah. Right? So, I mean, it would be bad. Mm-hmm. But maybe she didn't hit the ground. Right. I mean, again, I don't want to speculate on how right. this woman got hit by the plow. I mean, and look, those things are massive. And they're loud. And it's dark at the time. Mm. But, I mean, this is a person that's over 100 pounds minimum yeah. of something you just hit in the road. So the driver has been assigned a non-driving role while the investigation continues. Mm. Police also say they haven't found any signs of intoxication in the driver, but they also say just because charges haven't been filed yet doesn't mean they cannot be filed at some point. To the folks that have driven trucks like this before, do you think it's possible to not know that you hit someone? Because you want to give this person the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Right? Because they got put in a situation that no one saw coming. Mm -hmm. Right. And, like, this woman was in the road. Not that she deserved to be hit by a plow, but that's what made the situation possible in the first place. Yeah, because to me, I mean, just based on what I've heard, it just is like it's, anyway, his fault. That yeah, and, that's what's, and that's what's strange about it is, like, it's not even like they would be trying to hide something. Right. This, if somebody's darting in and out of traffic, you can't prepare for that. You got it. So there would be no reason to run away right. from the situation. Which tends me to believe he didn't. Didn't hear it. Does it tend you to believe it? Tends, hear it? Tends of Does it believe. tend you to believe that? Yeah. Literally yeah. tens of beliefs yes. that you... Yes. Yeah. You know what I mean. No, I, it tends me to believe that you're a complete moron. That's what it tends <laughs> me to believe. I don't know, man. This is really strange. Yes. Everything about it. Yeah. Tommy, well, the fact that she wasn't wearing a lot of clothes or any clothes kind of adds to it. Well, I mean, what does that mean? Well, like, she was having a problem. Yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. Uh, there was an issue. Like, she was, like, frantic, crazy something. Yeah. It's freezing cold out. Sure. 
Well, yeah, the plow's out. Right. Spread and salt. Tends me to believe that it was cold outside. Tends to believe you should have your shirt on. 252-WCMF, 252-9263. We are talking about this unbelievable plow story. It happened Tuesday night. Most of the details hit yesterday morning, but we still didn't know the condition of the woman, so we didn't want to talk about it. This woman in her 40s who was having what police are describing as an argument or what might have been a mental health episode. She was darting in and out of the street on driving park. She was hit by a city plow. She's alive. Yeah. Non-life-threatening injuries, according to police, but what made the story even more strange is the plow didn't stop. There's no reason for the plow not to stop. It Mm. was an obvious accident, according to witnesses, but it seems that, at least based on the information we have, the plow driver didn't know he hit this woman, and now there's an investigation going on. Is that possible? Let's talk to Redneck. Hey, Redneck, what's up, buddy? How's it going this morning, fellas? Good, good, brother. What do you got? So, I used to do plowing like that for uh, a... uh, landscape company we used to do jay scuddy plaza and all that stuff you, you there's so many blind spots in those plow trucks and when the plow is up i don't know if it was snowing or whatever if he was actually just salting or whatever it doesn't matter you can't see nor can you feel or hear anything hit that plow okay. i was on the phone with you guys a couple weeks ago and i hit that deer yeah but you said and i hit just, a deer <laughs> by the way that deer yeah naked yeah and and it just went right off into dingweeds it didn't hurt the truck didn't hurt the plow you didn't hear anything you just okay. seen it happen all right I mean, all right so you're saying it is possible that not feel or they, hear a thing no absolutely Man. absolutely possible because if that plows up if you notice the plow lights are mounted up higher than like regular they're almost windshield high because that plow comes up so high you you can't see like you're if you're sitting in the driver's seat you have to look out like you, you're losing 10 feet of vision. Ooh. So if she was By within way, 10 feet of that truck, song you ever. can't. You're yeah, losing right. 10 <laughs> feet of vision. If she was within 10 feet of that truck, that driver never knew. All and right. I feel sorry for him that he got, he got benched. Man. Man. I really do. Well, and I that's mean, redneck logic, right? I mean, there. you say Ben, he's just got. I would feel more sorry for him that he knows what happened here. Like, that's got to mess with you a little yeah. bit more than yeah. not being able to drive for a couple of days, redneck. Oh, absolutely. But I mean, that's his livelihood. Just like I drive truck for a living, it's my livelihood. You sure. Know? Granted, he's still working, but, you know, you don't get into that profession because you hate it. I get what you're saying. Redneck, thanks for the call, but I really appreciate it. I would, yeah, the person, I hit a person would bother me more than that. I got to do the desk work for a couple of days. But, you know, you and I weren't born to drive. 252-WCMF, 252-9263. We are getting our plow truck friends in okay, here, all right. right? I mean, it's it's, it's an interesting uh, insight mm-hmm. as to what it takes to drive trucks like this. Because every guy thinks, I would love to do like a heavy equipment job like that. Until something like this happens. Well, yeah. that's just it. And like as we talked to John, he's on CMF. Hey, John, how's it going, buddy? Hey, guys. How you doing this morning? Good, brother. Hey, so the last caller said that he hit a deer and didn't even know it. I don't drive a – I drive a small pickup with a plow on it, and I've hit a couple of deer before, and I would have never known had I not seen them in in a little, you know, 2,500 Chevy pickup truck. Hmm. That guy's driving a dump truck with a huge plow on it. The visibility is impossible, and he's not going to know. I mean, those guys could probably hit cars and not even know it. Okay, so. Those things are so heavy. All right, so, like, that gives new insight, because there were were the last couple of years, Mm. Uh, municipalities, counties, all these things, right? Yeah. They had a really hard time finding plow truck drivers, right? Yeah. right? And we, we were like, that sounds like the greatest job ever. I mean, mm. the hours suck, but it looks like a lot of fun. You get Especially to if you yourself. like to work alone. I mean, the fact that 
now we're finding out here that a lot of liability. Yeah, and and Kimmy, it may not be yeah. as easy as we yeah, think. Yeah. Maybe that's why these yeah. people aren't signing up for this job. Oh yeah, plowing. I mean, I just plow residential driveways and a couple commercial lots, and it's brutal. I can't imagine doing what those guys do. You got to give them credit because that is just a brutal job driving around, dodging cars, and you know the 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 idiots that are out there these days. John, thanks for the call, buddy. I really appreciate it. <laughs> idiots these days, not, not idiots in the past. No. I'm, uh, I'm getting a new perspective because there was one time where there was a plow coming down my street. Uh, we had gotten a lot of snow, and it was pushing a garbage can. Oh, wow. And I thought that they were just being a dick because somebody's garbage <laughs> can was like in the road. So I thought they just took it out. But now I'm like, oh, maybe they didn't even know they uh, were pushing it. Yeah. All right, so it's possible then, I guess, at least based on the calls that we've gotten. Yeah. Man, I mean, if it was a legitimate accident and this guy didn't know, I feel you got to feel for this Oh, guy. sure. you got to hope this woman's going to be yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. And like... I mean, I can't imagine the guilt you would feel. No, even it even it not being your fault. Right. I mean, it still happened. Ay-yi-yi. I know. All right, let's hope everyone ends up okay mm. in the story. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by Nerd Wallet Smart Money Podcast. Get your head in the financial game with smart investing and budgeting tips straight from the nerds. Nerd Wallet's experts will set future you up for success with dependable, fact-based insights. No financial misinformation allowed. Learn how to save on your summer vacation. Find your next credit card or loan for a big purchase and invest in your next index fund. Make smarter decisions in 2024. Follow Nerd Wallet Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app.